the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. See Minneapolis St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. Ukrainian President Zelensky calling Russia's deadly attack on a crowded rail station in eastern Ukraine a war crime. Zelensky's voice rose in anger during his nightly address late Friday when he said that the strike on the Kramatorsk train station where 4,000 people were trying to flee a looming Russian offensive in the east amounted to another war crime. Russia denies it was responsible for the strike. Among those killed were children and dozens of people were severely injured. The attack comes as workers elsewhere in the country unearth bodies from a mass grave in Bucha, a town near Kiev where graphic evidence of dozens of killings emerged following the withdrawal of Russian forces. I'm Charles Dillardesma. An auto accident in South Florida claiming the life of Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins. He was 24 years old. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt sees a horrible mistake by the president. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. All right, so that's actually a call for regime change. It's the gaffe of all gaffes, uh, calling for regime change in the middle of a war in which we're trying to de-escalate and trying to keep Ukraine alive. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, and it's an adventure you'll never forget. It's the Stand with Israel Tour, November 30th through December 9th. You'll go to the Gallery region, the Jordan River Valley, and more. Register today and see the full itinerary at am1280thepatriot.com. Your weather today, increasing clouds, high of 51. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, slight chance of rain, high of 54. The Narn with Mitchburg continues. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Is the Northern Alliance Radio Network the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities? It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. This is Mitch Berg, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance, one of four NARN offerings. Uh, Jack Tomzak coming up, the new guy, uh, in about an hour here. Actually, in exactly an hour, from 3 to 5 every Saturday here on uh, the 1280. Brad Carlson, the closer, tomorrow, 1 to 3 here on AM 1280. And King Banyan, one of the charter members of the NARN, Saturday mornings uh, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. He talks economics like nobody else in the business, i.e. better than all the rest. Uh, Either way, all four of us, the Northern Alliance Radio Network dominating Twin Cities media, all of it, TV, radio, print, all of it. We we crush them all uh, for going on 19 years now uh, here on uh, the the 1280. It's the only station that packs the gear to carry the Northern Alliance, quite frankly. That's why we're here and not on any of the other lesser stations here in the Twin Cities. Perhaps you've heard it's midterms coming up here, and it's a big midterm. If you're in the Twin Cities, there's a huge, consequential midterm. But, Mitch, you say that every time. Yeah, and it's true every time and never more so than this time. And next time, it'll probably be even more important because, boy, the stakes for this country and Western civilization aren't going down any. In fact, they just keep going up. And with us to talk about that is someone who is going to take her shot at improving 
our one of our little corners of Western civilization, the fifth congressional district, Minneapolis, Hennepin County, and uh, the the moldy blue core of this state's metropolitan area. Cece Davis uh, joins us. Cece, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Mitch. Always a pleasure to join you. Good uh, to be back. Always great to have you. Congratulate. By the way, pull the microphone a little bit closer. Okay. But yeah, there we go. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, first of all, congratulations on winning the endorsement last week. I figured it was going to be a bit of a Donnie Brook, a, a bit of a rhubarb, and boy, CD5 never disappoints, does it? <laughs> you don't want to miss the action. You want to be at a CD5 convention. It was great. I really enjoyed the process. It, it was an interesting process, and 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 it was. I was following along on Twitter. My good friend Rob Dore was live tweeting the whole uh, event, and it sounded like people were barricaded behind sandbags lobbing grenades at each other for a bit there it got it got a little sporty cc absolutely and i told alec beck i said you know what next year you're going to need a bigger space because everyone's heading to the cd5 convention um you don't want to miss it so yeah the numbers that i've seen cd5 conventions and, and my own cd4 by the way that had a fraction of that number of people and i know that we had our uh bpou convention a couple of weeks back and like one of the few times that I can remember, we filled all of our delegate seats, which if you're a DFL or listening, you think, oh, they filled the delegate seats. Well, they go whoop. No, if yeah. you're in the city, a lot of times Republican districts are filling maybe half of their delegate seats mm-hmm. to, to, to the state and, and uh, CD conventions. So it sounds like you had a pretty full slate of uh, people duking it out there. Yeah, and I, 75% of the, with the win, 75% strong. So I'm really proud of that. I did the work. It felt really great. 103 delegates, everyone participating in the process, and um, a lot of new delegates. So that was their first time. So way to break them in, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, yes, that was, it, was, it was a pretty decisive win on the second ballot. You, I think you came in just under 60% on the first ballot, and yep. it rose to 75%. People pretty well got behind you on the second ballot. So a pretty, pretty decisive verdict here. Uh, we'll talk about the future of the of the endorsement uh, later on in the broadcast yeah. here. But uh, well, let's let's focus on the prize here. You're going to run up against Ilhan Omar if all goes according to plan here, and there's no reason it should not uh, at this point here. So tell us a little bit about uh, a, a day in the life of running against Ilhan Omar in the five. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, this district is. Um it's suffering. Nobody's winning, yeah. uh, regardless of how you identify politically. Um, this district needs a champion. It needs someone who can actually lead. Um, you know, we're losing across the board. And so, you know, who can get to the constituency and say, hey, this is time for change. But we actually need to engage everyone, right? The base yeah. and the majority of the district, which is, of course, um, independent blue, and just say, hey, how do we engage each other to make change? Because now is the time more so than ever. Now, you say independent blue. And this is this is an interesting dynamic that's mm-hmm. popped up in this last year or let's just call it year or two, almost two years. Uh, because normally I would call uh, Minneapolis DFLers about as independent as East Berlin voters in 1974, right? And yet we're seeing some signs that there's some cracks in the in the in the big blue wall in Minneapolis. How many of them? We're going to find out. You're out there right. looking to find. You're kicking at those cracks and, and right. wedging them open here as we speak. But uh, tell us a little bit about what you're seeing about the, this independent blue crowd. I mean, I think it, there's something to be said when Don Samuels <gasps> is coming across like Barry Goldwater in his rhetoric <laughs> out there. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but not that much. No. no and when we not. saw the defund uh, question on the Minneapolis ballot get completely shredded, I mean, hammered against the curb uh, in North Minneapolis, of all places, the places where you'd think it would have a shot of going through if the DFL's narrative was being adhered to. Uh, that was kind of counterintuitive. Yeah. Not so much you're finding out there. No, um, November of last year, um, November election, um, 57% of the district said, you know what, we want more police not presence, not less. 75% of the black vote said we want more police presence, not less. Yeah. Okay. Six, 66, 33 votes yeah. in, uh, in Philippe Cunningham's district, which should tell you something. Yeah, that, that means that, you know, people are sensible. And we can decide, um, we can disagree um, partisan-wise on issues, but when it comes to those basic you know, wanting to feel safe, yeah. you know, wanting to afford gas, wanting our paychecks to actually 
um, the money we earn to actually have its full value or as much as possible and having an education that's robust so our children actually have a future, we all agree. <laughs> and and the, idea that, <laughs> and the idea that if you let millions and millions of low-wage uh, workers and low-skill workers who don't speak English nearly well enough charge across the border unimpeded and move hither and yon all over the United States without any restrictions, that low-income, low-skill, lower-skill workers with less than stellar educations in the 5th Congressional District aren't going to suffer in their pocketbooks is just a little bit far-fetched, CCD. Are people figuring this out? They're figuring it out. They're actually inviting me in their living rooms. I'm getting invites from um, independents really? to say, come on by. We'd love to hear what you have to say. This is we are desperate, you yeah. know, and uh, it's encouraging, you know. So I'm I'm loving it. When you hear desperate, when you tell us a little bit about this without revealing names, mm-hmm. obviously, but mm-hmm. l- tell us a little bit of the stories of desperation you're hearing because I, I live in the midway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nearest building to me that got burned down was three blocks away. Mm-hmm. I I hear from I mean, we we people were desperate enough where you had St. Paul merchants going to Donald Trump rallies and say, hey, look, throw us a lifeline here, folks, uh, at getting shunned by the community, but. I mean, there, there, there is a movement out there to say, look, the, the status quo isn't serving us well at all here. Yeah. So you're talking about people who lost their business in summer of 2020. Yep. They haven't been able to recover that business. Yeah. You're talking about people who um, they're paying $20, $30, $40 more at the gas pump. Yep. Right. And they have two vehicles. Yep. How do they? They're talking about every bag of grocery now costing twenty, thirty, forty dollars more. Yep. Right. And then how do we then after we deal with all the basics, how do we afford the electives? Right. Yeah. The 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 piano lessons. You yeah. know the dance lessons, the taekwondo, the right? hockey, the, the hockey, hockey equipment. Stuff. Right. Yeah. How do we pay for the dues and things like that? And so we're having to be very very creative financially to afford all that, and it's hurting. It is hurting, and you have a school district. That has where you've got the kids. We had you're throwing up your hands in frustration. Believe me, I'm glad my kids are not at home anymore because I don't know how to gotten through this last two years, quite frankly. But yeah, you have a school district that has been doubling and tripling down on keeping kids at home and out of schools and and and, and making sure that they don't go back to work and striking. To do what? To improve education? No, to grab a chunk of that surplus that's floating around out there. Uh, yeah, and, and we're hearing from people that they, people who pay taxes for this, some of them have had enough. Well, but it's your impressions we need to get here, yeah. uh, C.C. Davis. Well, what I'm are you glad you brought people? that up. Yes. You know what? A $9 billion surplus, right? We have 825 students in Minnesota. We collect $70 billion in taxes, yep. right? So nearly almost 50%, 47% of every tax, sales tax, business tax, any tax is going um, to education. So what do we have? We have a Department of Education, right, who has bureaucrats who actually think and tell us that they know better on how to teach our kids than actual teachers and parents, yeah. right? And all they do is run metrics, yep. right? So we're spending all this money. We're spending all this money for people to tell us that, hey, we've measured tests. That's that doesn't right. actually change the problem. You know what? We have kids who are not graduating. We have literacy rates issues. We have critical race theory being taught, which means we are we are pumping out these um, woke factories, right, mm-hmm. where kids don't learn civics. They don't understand how it works. And this is a failing system. We can do better. We have the – and I, I, this is something I've been talking about on this broadcast for literally 17, 18 years now. The Twin Cities, both Minneapolis and St. Paul, the middle of a state that have always – the biggest cities in a state that has always prided itself on education, has the worst achievement gap. Uh, in the United States. And that's been a persistent, endless, evergreen story literally as long as we've been on the air here yet. And we keep dumping money into mm-hmm. Minneapolis and St. Paul schools and nothing has improved. Nothing has changed. And, and this is because of policy coming down from the federal level. Stuff that Ilhan Omar has direct visibility into in her position as a, a representative of the United States Congress. Mm, if we take $30 billion by, divided by the 825 students in, in Minnesota. 825,000, Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're talking $15,000 per student that yep. could follow that child. And yep. we, could, we could build a new school. Right. We could have parents choose where to send the children and then we can completely get rid of the Department of Education because we don't need people sitting around running more metrics. Yeah. And by the way, that that 15,000, 15,000 figure is skewed because kids in War Road and Thief River Falls are not getting 15K. Kids in Minneapolis and St. Paul are well over 20 and have been there for quite some time. We also can afford to double salaries. 
Yes, you can we, do all kinds of things. This is the thing. And by the way, this this is more a state level issue. Right. But but on the other hand, I mean, you yeah. go to Congress, you might be on the education yes. subcommittee. So fingers crossed here. My father was a high school teacher, one of the best who ever stood in front of a blackboard. Kids, ask your parents what a blackboard was. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> and back when he was a teacher, the, the, the district had X number of teachers and probably about one-tenth of that number of administrators. Today, it's even. And those administrators disproportionately earn much more than the teachers earn. They have longer careers. They have bigger benefits. The superintendents are treated like rock stars. And this is money that never gets to a classroom and does not a darn bit of good to a single student. And yet, that's where the the huge percentage of this money goes to useless mouths that will never educate a single kid. These are failing monopolies. We are literally paying people to sit around and run metrics, right? So we, are, we have a Department of Education that's failing in education. That's right. That's right. <laughs> One of it's many. a Department of Poverty Creation, right? I, exactly. And yeah. that's a brilliant point right there that we'll have to come back to. 651-289-4488. We've already gone through one segment. We haven't even talked about your campaign and the and the why to vote for CeCe Davis. We will get back to that when we come back, as well as your phone calls at 651-289-4488. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Huh, did I hear that correctly? $2,775 off a new furnace and AC unit? That's a lot of money. That would help. I should give Standard Heating a call. Yes, you should. It's Standard Heating's annual triple saving sale, April's promotion, plus York Manufacturer rebates, plus utility rebates, a combined savings up to $2,800. What else did Olivia tell me? Oh, she said Standard Heating and Air Conditioning has been around for a long time, 92 years. They replaced her furnace last spring and saved her a bunch. I am going to check out this sale. Take advantage of the triple savings special with savings up to $2,775. And hurry because this offer ends April 30th. Take advantage of the biggest discount of the year. Visit standardheating.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Standardheating.com. Mention the Patriot. That's standardheating.com. Eric Metaxas presents The Unraveling of Atheism. Finding so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, Thursday the 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. His quick wit will make this event come to life. Reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. Supported by GTS HVAC. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call should you care to join us, or on hashtag NarnShow on Twitter, Gap, Parlor, MeWe, and... Well, not Getter, not today. It's just not logging me in here. Getter's having some problems here. 
Don't do Getter today. Uh, by the way, SalemNewsChannel.com is a news channel that loves America and is not afraid to cop to it. Watch your favorite hosts like Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Sebastian Gorka on the channel. Please, freedom of speech and religion are fundamental to what we do. And because it's true. We put truth ahead of agenda. We won't be bullied by big tech. Heck, someday we will own big tech. Anyway, the antidote to mainstream uh, media, SalemNewsChannel.com, just like it sounds. We're talking with C.C. Davis, the GOP-endorsed candidate to run against Ilhan Omar this uh, November. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about you. For those who, I mean, we've had you on the broadcast a couple times here so far. But yes. It's, it's been a bit. So let's, uh, let's talk to a little about who you are. Where you come from, and then we'll talk about your campaign. Yes, so I live downtown Minneapolis, so this is personal for me. Oh, yeah. um, you know, came from, I understand, I have. I had a mindset. I grew up in the mindset of liberal thinking. And so, um, you know, here I am. I'm getting involved, made sure that I always did what I could to, um, once I re- recognize and accept it, that I am Republicans conservative, supporting local candidates. <laughs> um, and here we are. It's just time for someone to lead change and to be a champion for this district. You know, these are 15 cities. These are people who want change. They want to see Minneapolis and Congressional District 5 um, to thrive again. Um, And they want to believe again and be inspired and actually want to come to Minneapolis and enjoy it and not see something that's war-torn and depressed. So who's going to lead that? I'm stepping up to do so. Absolutely. Now, you you said that that nobody's winning in Minneapolis. That's so true. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, the the north side just keeps getting beat up. East Lake uh, is is not going to recover for a generation. I mean, it's it's sort of like Broadway in North Minneapolis has never recovered from the 1967 riots. I mean, East Lake Street is is hanging on by the skin of its teeth, mm-hmm. uh, as it as it were these days. Uh, but but you go downtown, downtown, the jewel of the metro area, downtown Minneapolis, the thing that that beckoned me to move down here back when I was just out of college, because yeah. that's where the bright lights in the big city were. It's you might as well be wandering around uh, around in Beirut in 1984 down there. I mean, it's not it's not quite escape from New York, but there's not much going on down there. No, there isn't. It's, it's depressed. It's um, it feels distant. It's unconnected. And um, you know what? People, they remember what it used to be and they really, really want it back. And I want to help them do that. Um, we share in that. You know, we want that jewel, that star of the north. We need absolutely. to bring it back. Absolutely. So you, you talk about bringing that back. What? Mm-hmm. Let's just say with, with yeah. Help a God in the tailwind. You go to Congress here uh, next year, and uh, what 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 does CC Davis do to help turn Minneapolis around? What, uh, what let's tell us a little bit about you uh, on a policy perspective when you get into office. Yeah, so we talked about the Department of Education there. That was that was good and fun. Um, so with public safety, which is issue number one. Yeah. Um, what we need to do is just number one, we have to change our mindset. Right. Yeah. We're vilifying police officers. We need to make sure that number one, um, bring back funding so that we can replenish our um, police force. Yeah. Um, but we actually need to, you know, when we when police officers, who is the last stop, right? Their job is simply to keep us safe, right? right? So we need to make sure that when they actually arrest people, they stay there, yeah. right? So we need to hold judges and prosecutors accountable, yeah. right? And so um, we need to make sure that we have common sense approaches to crime um, and that we're really dealing with reform. What real reform looks like is, um, you know, making sure that it's robust. Again, police officers are the last stop. It's also judges and prosecutors. And, yeah. you know, let's make sure we do that. Let's, um, let's talk about a v- moment here about yeah. the damage. I, I mean, a congresswoman doesn't necessarily have a lot to do with policy at the local level. It doesn't Correct. really control the, the, the Hennepin County Attorney's Office. Correct. Uh, doesn't really control the city council. And yet Ilhan Omar has had such a damaging impact on both of those institutions and the work that they do, or in mm-hmm. some cases don't do, right. in the case of the County Attorney's Office. Uh, I just Tell yeah. us a little bit about the damage she did and, and, and the need to turn that messaging ship around at the congressional level in the 5th Congressional District. Yes, we need to completely dis- Mantle the Minneapolis Police Department's famous words of Ilhan Omar. And yes. so what I think about in Congress is that we will have an opportunity right now to have a red Senate and a red um, House, right? Yeah. And so we have an opportunity on a federal level to get together and put some real serious legislations on the desk and say, hey, approve this. So I think about t- working with t- across the aisle with Tim Scott. 
right? This Justice Act. We have an opportunity to do that. And so that's what I'm looking forward to um, on a federal level is actually having some real change that impact not just our city, but all across America. It's an opportunity. So let's talk about your campaign. People look at CD5 and they say it's it's just the blue wall here. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about your path to victory. How does C.C. Davis get around that blue wall or punch through that blue wall to get to D.C. here? What 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 is the plausible case for 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 moving the needle that far in Minneapolis? Yeah. So we go to the base, right? The 22, 23 percent Republican um, conservatives. And we say, hey, we need you to remain energized. We need you to remain engaged. And 100 percent of you need to show up and vote. Oh, Done. Yeah. Then we move to the majority of the district. Right. Yeah. Yep. And we say, hey, Let's unify. It's time for collaborative leadership. You're not winning. We're not winning. So what is it that you care about? Let's form policies on that. Here's the deal. I'm not trying to change you. I'm not asking you to vote R or D. I'm asking you to vote C. This can't be a partisan. Let's <laughs> election this time. You know, let's do what we can to change Minneapolis. We need to do it together. Yeah. And, and have someone who's concerned about Minneapolis. Yeah. That's the thing about, I mean, people are st- I think some people are starting to realize that Ilhan Omar is playing to the national cameras That's right. and, and really hasn't like Keith Ellison before her hasn't really cared what's going on in Minneapolis or, or in CD5 proper. I mean, and right. So hilarious stories about how Keith Ellison had no idea what was going on in CD5 when he was in Congress, and it's not gotten any better with Representative Omar. Well, it's been political posturing on her behalf. It's been gaslighting on her behalf. And so at the end of the day, we're suffering because no one's listening, and Minneapolis thereby looks war-torn. And um, it's time for some unification, and I believe all the citizens can do that. We're interested in that. They're opening it up, and um, together we can make change. How do you reach that middle out there? I mean, it's it's a big city, and Ilhan Omar has more money than God at this point. How yeah. how do, and a lot of an awful lot of it from out of state. I mean, yeah. she's 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 Hollywood's uh, dream child at this point here. How does CC Davis uh, beat the climb up that financial mountain? Yeah. So first of all, we build an army, right? Yep. Everyone who's listening to this, and you can help. You volunteer. You go to cicelydavis dot com. You do that, and so we also need um, people to donate outside of that. That, um, we take the message and we recreate this movement. Right. This is a movement right now. Um, and so you participate in that movement. We create the message and um, we put Minneapolis and CD5 back on the map as the one um, as from ground zero who made that change across America. Absolutely. And, and by the way, I mean, I've, I've had people say this before. It's like every year, every two years, I'm out there saying this This is the year that we, we need to hope for a miracle. I, mm-hmm. I, I get it. It's a tough job out there. Mm-hmm. And yet if I didn't believe in Miracles. I could not be a conservative in St. Paul in CD4, which is uh, nowhere. And, and by the way, the, the hopeful signs are there. Latinos voted for, uh, for, for Trump in greater numbers, so, supposedly counterintuitively, than any Republican in decades and decades. African-Americans voted for Trump in the greatest numbers since Richard Nixon's first run for the right. White House in 1960. That is something I never thought I would say in my radio career, yeah. however long it goes. And here we are. Uh, C.C. Davis here. So uh, how what kind of help do you need? Your, your website, once again, Cicely Davis at C-I-C-E-L-Y Davis. Correct. Com? C-I-C-E-L-Y Davis dot com. Absolutely. We'll get that out at shotinthedark.info as well as soon as I get a moment here. So tell us a little bit about the help, uh, kind of help you need from people both in and outside CD5. Obviously, if you're a uh, Hollywood Republican, certainly a big check would be nice. Uh, certainly it works for Ilhan Omar, uh, so that that would certainly be appreciated. But for people of more modest means and impact, yeah. how can they help you uh, shock the world, hopefully? Yeah, so they can take a yard sign. Um, they can help out, knock, door knock in their own neighborhood. We don't even have to stretch it that far. Just door knock in your own neighborhood. Have the conversations and engage and let people yeah. know that they can participate in this and uh, change the narrative. You know, I need you to plug your ears for this next bit, CC Davis. We may have to have a contest <laughs> to to come up who can come up with the best anti theft or vandalism booby trap on a CC Davis <laughs> sign I and like maybe it. give out a prize because a, a, a Republican sign in Minneapolis or St. Paul has a half life of about two days. Yes, I mean I've never had one last more than than two days in my yard in St. Paul, and uh, uh, Minneapolis is no better. I mean you have to be pretty darn creative because mm-hmm. they deny it, but they have roving gangs of people running around picking up signs, stealing them, trashing them, whatever it takes, <laughs> destroying them. So I, I think there's some creativity called for here. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you door knock 
o'clock for me. You come on out. Let's join this. Let's think of it as a unified district. Um, we're going to unify this district through its citizens. And I'm telling you, join me. Let's door knock. Let's have the conversations. Absolutely. And this, <laughs> and, and this, is, and this is the important part. This is where miracles do happen. When, when people reach around partisan politics and, and focus on the things that actually matter to people. One of my, we, I've told you this story before. I'll make it really quick. Yeah. My political idol, Brett Schundler, mayor, mm. mayor of Jersey City, New Jersey from 1991 to 2000. In a city that's 80% Democrat, he was a Reagan Republican, and he worse than Minneapolis, and it's only yeah. 6% registered Republicans. But he ran against a corrupt DFL, uh, DFL Democrat, New Jersey Democrat, uh, and won three terms as mayor, nine years, turned New Jersey City around by focusing on secure, uh, public safety, education, and jobs. See? The things that people in Jersey City actually cared about, and yeah. turned it into the jewel of the Jersey side, which may be a low bar to, to jump over. And yet that's where miracles come from. And he, he, did, he wasn't a Republican. He was a guy who was going to solve education, Repub- uh, jobs and security. And that's where miracles come from in places like Minneapolis, yeah. CC Davis. We have a hard stop here, but uh, we, we need to have you on again, maybe spend a full hour talking about your race, your campaign, about the people who are coming out of nowhere to support you with any <laughs> luck at all here. Uh, we have to do this again, Cece. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank Cicely you. Website, CicelyDavis.com. I'll post that at shotinthedark.info. And yeah, what, what's next on the campaign trail today, by the way, here? Um, I think I have a fundraiser. Ooh. You know, always talking to donors, you know. It's our house be closing, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Give till it hurts. Ladies and yes. gentlemen, because it's either going to hurt now or it's going to hurt later. That's right. CC, a pleasure as always. Thanks for coming out here today. Thanks for having me. When we come back, Mark Drake with more information on Keith Ellison renting out the Attorney General's office to Michael Bloomberg and other progressive plutocrats with deep pockets. This would not be allowed if it were the NRA, ladies and gentlemen. Why? With Michael Bloomberg. Northern Alliance, Sam 12A, the Patriot Gun Network. We'll be right back. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Then join Dale Tondrick for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11 a.m. Call Dale Tondrick now to get your complimentary customized retirement and income kit, plus the free retirement and income book at 844-320-7233. That's 844-320-SAFE. The Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11. No market risk retirement strategies. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code RAIN. Make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come by traveling to Israel this year. Sign up today for the thrill and excitement of visiting the Holy Land this November with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details and to register. On the tour, you'll step into history with mouth-watering cuisine, picturesque scenes, and magnificent people while visiting over 40 iconic sites and sacred places you've only read and heard about for years. Pray at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, float in the mineral-rich Dead Sea, and take a boat onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee as you experience something transforming in your life. Call 855-565-5519 to reserve your spot. Again, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to book your trip today. 
think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do. But you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, don't forget, uh, this is, uh, don't, don't forget, uh, KDIZ, uh, we know meaningful conversation is important to you. That's why we uh, have you listen every day to a station so nice, we do it twice, Freedom 1570, a whole separate lineup of today's top conservative talk show hosts, Dana Lash, Mark Levin, Brent Shapiro, and so many more. By the way, if you want to really tax your cognitive skills, Listen to Ben Shapiro's podcast at double speed to hurry things up. I mean, it's it's almost like listening to old modem signals. Anyway, Freedom 1570, the station's so nice, we do it twice. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, story we've been following uh, with the, the help of our good friend Mark Drake for, gosh, going on well over a year now, just continues to evolve. And so with that, I welcome back to the broadcast, Mark Drake. Uh, you and I. Hey, you, uh, hey Mark, how are you doing today? Uh, doing great, Mitch. Great to be on. Yeah, no, it's great to have you here as always here because this is a story that just keeps on giving and and doesn't seem to be going away in time for the election here. Uh, we, we just to recap the story so far. We've been talking about this for well over a year now, perhaps a year and a half. How Michael Bloomberg has been pouring money into state executive offices, and state executive offices are happy to take it. In this case, Keith Ellison who has been for some time now renting out a couple of seats in the attorney general's office for attorneys to people uh, paid for by Mike Bloomberg. It's basically rent an office time for progressive plutocrats with deep pockets. This story hasn't stopped developing, Mark Drake. What's the latest on this uh, story? Well, Mitch, thanks again for having me on. And you're absolutely right. There have been a, a number of developments here. I wanted to get everyone up to, up to speed on regarding the Bloomberg attorneys uh, in Keith Ellison's office. So just to to set the stage, in May 2019, Ellison is the new attorney general. Uh, He enters into an agreement to embed two special assistant attorney generals, they're they're called SAGs, uh, within his office. And and those folks are Peter Serto and Lee Curry. And their salaries, Mitch, are not paid by the taxpayers of Minnesota. Their salaries are paid by uh, New York University. They have something called the State Energy and Environmental Impact Center, and that is bankrolled by our old friend Michael Bloomberg. So in 2019, um, you have a big uh, sort of legal battle where people are trying to pry loose public records related to the hiring of Serto and Curry. Uh, our old friend Keith Ellison, who says he's a big believer in openness and transparency, he fights that to the hilt. He argues that that data is non-public. Um, in, in June 2020, Serto and Curry, uh, they helped Attorney General Keith Ellison file a lawsuit against a number of energy producers. So the, the and, and Ellison continues to fight disclosure and transparency. And there've been so in the last couple of months, there've been a couple um, pretty major developments. And I'll just tick through them. Uh, feel free to you know interject with questions. Oh, but you know I will. In February of 20- yeah. So in February this year, Annette Meeks. Uh, of the Freedom Foundation. She's done a lot of great work on this issue. She testifies uh, before the state Senate, the Government Finance and Policy Committee. She talks about the Bloomberg-funded staffers working in the AG's office, and Ellison's um, office puts forward an official within the office who's woefully unprepared for her testimony, and it's really just kind of embarrassing and hard to watch. And that committee has a vote, and, and they say that you know, we should do away with this practice, right? So they, they, that committee in the Senate, the state Senate votes that we should do away um, with the practice of using outside resources to fund the AG's office. So shortly on the heels of that, Lee Curry, one of the two SAGs, she announces her departure from the AG office. And, and Mitch, I'm just going to read you the tweet um, where she announces her, her, uh, that she's leaving the AG office. I, I just got a kick out of it. Yeah. War, disease, climate change. It's too much. I've been working hard at current crisis number three for the past few years. 
but I'm taking a break to recharge my soul and find some joy somewhere, probably out in the woods. Huh. Yeah. Sounds sounds like she's might maybe going to do a GoFundMe to try and restore her her, her sanity. Perhaps what's uh, what's behind this, Mark Drake? <laughs> yeah, you know it, it's it's hard to uh, to know exactly what what she's talking about there, but but she is what, one of the two sags uh, that were placed there uh, with Bloomberg money, and, and she's now you know out of the picture, uh, out in the woods now. Um, I don't know I don't know what she's she's up to. Obviously the lawsuit. Um, that Cerdo and, and the AG office are a part of that continues. Ellison continues to fight transparency, but but there's some really good news um, in this story. So I, I don't know if you saw the debate uh, among the AG candidates. The I was, other uh, I was there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So so you were there, and, and Mitch, you, you probably recall that the one of the moderators asked uh, Jim Schultz, Tad Jude, and Doug Wardlow about this issue. What would they do? If they were attorney general about this this practice of having these special assistant attorney generals or fellows, uh, which is a euphemism they use. And and it was really good to see. And I was really heartened to see that all three said emphatically, uh, we can't do this anymore. We can't put a for sale sign on the attorney general's office. And, you know, essentially on day one, you know, this practice stops. Yeah, we so, brought so we broadcast the debate live uh, last week on uh, was it uh, almost two weeks ago on the thirty first. Uh, we we did broadcast the debate live. We were there. That was that was one of the big takeaways. That's the one of the questions I was watching for. Is is and I didn't expect a whole lot of dissent from Schultz, Jude, or or Wardlow. I kind of expected they would all be on the right side of this here, but. But what is the op- argument against this? Clearly, the DFL has got to be trying to rally around Keith Ellis. I mean, I mean, we have our people in the Senate uh, and and running for attorney general, uh, the, the Republicans in, in all these cases, working actively against this noxious practice. How can the DFL defend this practice? Certainly, had, someone in the Senate had to have spoken up for the idea of renting out the AGO. Yeah, so you know they make they make and Keith Ellison, interestingly enough, uh, sent a, a letter this week, and I'll send that over to Mitch. I don't know, it might be something for shot in the dark, but <laughs> he makes a very convoluted argument that that you know this is this is really much ado about nothing, uh, which is absurd, and and he says he should be able to do this because they're fellows. Um, that that's essentially the argument, um, and he he, den- he denies they're Bloomberg funded, which is. Really, really quite laughable. It's laughable, and yet, on the other hand, I mean, he is uh, smearing mayonnaise on a piece of Wonder Bread and calling it foie gras. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's yeah. it's all right there. It's the, the evidence is there. It's it's all out there on the public record, and yet he's telling people this is not what it is. I mean, is this just a matter of him? Assuming that the DFL voter base cannot think critically and will and will react as told for this sort of thing, I mean, I can't think of anything more cynical than 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 that, Mark Drake. Yeah, you know, I think I think Ellison is just so used to um, getting his way with things and, and kind of doing what he wants, and uh, he's got a, a media that uh, I, I think is largely sympathetic to him, and I think he thought he could get away with this, but there's been a tremendous amount of pushback. Um, among the senators, which is great to see. And I think the public is being, uh, you know, they're being informed about this. They're becoming aware of it. And frankly, I, I don't think most people when they hear about it can quite believe that this is something that's allowed, as, as you know, Mitch. And we've discussed before, but if uh, a pro-life group or a pro-gun group just, just sat people in the attorney general's office and it was paid for by the NRA Foundation or I just don't think the Star Tribune editorial page would be comfortable with that. I don't think you could call a pro-life across uh, pro-life action ministries lawyer uh, operating on pro-life money a fellow and get away with it in, in any way, shape, or form. Now, the other the other thing that just astounds me here is for all of the yapping about transparency that DFLers do uh, uh, up and down the ticket across the entire argument here. What we have here is is Keith Ellison ac- actively rejecting transparency and going full-blown opaque, much like Steve Simon, the Secretary of State, has been doing for the last couple of years in openly defying multiple court orders to cough up records about registration irregularities here. This is a pattern of obfuscation and and 
making opaque things that are supposed to be transparent and open to to scrutiny from any, I mean, forget about the media, but people actually who want to scrutinize what's going on, people like yourself, Mark Drake, I mean, getting the message about how obfuscatory this administration is from top to bottom, all the way across all five of the executive offices is something that has to get out there somehow, Mark Drake, how do the good guys get this out there to the voters in time to affect Keith Ellison's recoronation. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's a great point, Mitch, and you're absolutely right. You know, Keith Ellison likes to talk about openness. He likes to talk about transparency, but we, we don't see that coming from his office at all. He, he's been fighting um, disclosure on this now for, boy, going on three years, and it's really just sad and, and, and disgusting. So I would just I would just tell everyone listening, your listeners, to Call their state senators, uh, keep the heat on Ellison, and uh, this is going to go, you know, this is going to be part, I think, of a a larger package, uh, a larger bill that they're going to be voting on here uh, shortly. So I think in the Senate, you're going to see the Republicans there holding uh, Ellison's feet to the fire. Um, Obviously, the House is a different situation because you have a DFL majority, but I think think if nothing else, it's important that um, Ellison hears from folks. We we have a DFL majority for now. I I have to hope that there is a plan to use this vote that will come up in the House to reject the uh, the or or to kill it in committee the, the, this bill when it moves to the House uh, to dangle that over the head of every single uh, House DFLer that's in a swing seat right now and 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 portray this as a vote for essentially government by plutocrat and 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 the erosion of democracy that it represents or at least the emo- erosion of democracy that it would be called if it were the other side doing it uh mark drake uh how can people uh in the listening audience get involved clearly i have a, I have to have a hunch that there was some popular pressure on the senators to inform them that there was a problem here uh and and well done to the, the vox populi but how can we work on getting the House to, to budge in the right direction on this issue, Mark Drake? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think uh, all your listeners, I would encourage them to call their, their state House reps and uh, their state senators and try to explain why this is such a terrible idea and why it needs to stop. I think it's also important if, if folks like to write letters to the editor or they want to write a letter to Allison um, or their state senator, state rep, I think all of that is great. I just I think it's important that people make sure their voices are heard because again, this, this is just on Minnesota. And I think this whole practice of allowing Michael, Michael Bloomberg to bankroll the attorney general's office is just wrong. And I think it's kind of one of those gut level issues. I think people get, you know, if you talk about an oligarch using his boundless funds to buy untoward influence to, to further their pet policies within the mechanism, within the executive branch of government, you talk about oligarchs, buying influence with their their vast fortunes most people will think ah sounds more like we're talking about the putin administration here this is not russia this is not belarus this is not communist china this is this is minnesota and we are are literally renting out parts of the executive branch to people with deep pockets and and strong political connections, and it's not just un Minnesotan; it's un American. It is it is a repudiation. It's a spitting on due process and democracy. And it has to be it has to be pummeled out of existence, Mark Drake. Uh, so let's let's yeah. let's talk about how we can get more people to get upset, irate, and vote based on this sort of thing, Mark Drake. I mean, is, is, is there some sign that the, the the GOP campaigns are starting to maybe? take this on as, a, as an issue to take out to the people? Yeah, you know, I, I think as you saw in the debate, you were there. Yep. I, th- I think this is a potent issue people get. You know, Ellison renting out the attorney general's office to, to Michael Bloomberg. Obviously, you combine that with his terrible record on, on public safety, his endorsement of the um, you know, defund the police there. Yes. That even went down to defeat there. And I think it's just this got an extreme for way too long and, and it's time to turn the page. Mark Drake, I'll be looking uh, eagerly forward to the, seeing that, that Keith Ellison email. It's going to be grist for uh, at least a day's worth of posts that shot in the dark this coming week. Thanks, as always, for uh, keeping us on, on top of this absolutely no- <laughs> noxious but vital story. Let's stay in touch in this. Can we please? 
Absolutely, Mitch. Have a great Saturday. Thanks Th- so much for having me. Thanks on. a lot. I really appreciate it. As always, Mark Drake, uh, doing doing the doing God's work here. Thank you very much for joining us. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A, The Patriot. One more segment to go. It's a short one, and yet it's going to be pivotal in Western civilization. Go to. I'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach, including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. 3853. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM twelve A, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. By the way, uh, from the audience. Uh, regarding our signed booby trapping contest, uh, friend Bill from Bloomington uh, writes, uh, For blue signs, mix India ink and Vaseline. Smear along the edges. Attach tin can with spider wire fishing line. And we, we could probably put together a clearinghouse for uh, for signed booby traps just to cut down on some of the vandalism of Republican, invariably Republican signs that goes on places like Minneapolis and St. Paul. Our love was like Why, bird. yes. I'm in an Emmylou Harris kind of mood. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, speaking of music, my band Elephant in the Room, uh, back out on stage. Tonight, we're back at the Stillwater Bowl. That's just south of Highway 36 on Omaha. Technically, it's uh, Oak Park Heights, but it's the burbs of, of Stillwater. You just head south a block or two. It's the big building that looks like, well, a bowling alley, because that's what it is. But it's it's got a a fun room to play. Great crowd. Uh, if you don't feel like listening to music, we got bowling. I mean, bowling and rock and roll. What could go wrong? Nothing. Nothing could go wrong. We got great food. By the way, the, the jalapeno burger uh, may have cured what ails me uh, last time we played there five weeks ago. Hope you can join us tonight from 8-ish till midnight-ish. 
at the uh, Stillwater Bowl tonight. Uh, we've got a couple, by the way, new guest singers. Probably a few of our old ones will be stopping by. Not old ones. A few of our regular guest singers will be stopping by. Mitch, what do you mean guest singers? Well, if you've got a request, stop on out and make it. You just might have to sing it. And a number of people have taken us up on that over the last couple of years here. Uh, our good friend John Augustine from the Legislative Evaluation Assembly uh, has found himself quite enjoying leading a rock and roll band once in a while, along with a few other of our friends. We've got some new ones coming out tonight, we're told, uh, including some perhaps some surprising ones. We'll have to see. By the way, Cal Barr, uh, one of our great friends of the band, uh, has joined us a couple of times as well. We're hoping he turns up one of these nights. Anyway, uh, that's going to be a fun uh, night out there. Stillwater Bowl tonight and much more coming up. By the way, we're five weeks away from our next gig, which is going to be an interesting one. We're back at the uh, at the Rocky Bottom at the Y in Garrison, Minnesota, kind of on the west coast of Mille Lacs. You say that's the day of the Republican State Convention. Well, you're right. I'm going to be heading down there at uh, like 6.37 a.m., finding a parking spot as close as I can to the convention center, find some friends to do some brunch with, book some guests, hang around Rochester, do a broadcast with Jack and Brad. Jack Tomzak, Brad Carlson, uh, from 1 to 3 at least, I think. And then at 3 o'clock, bolting out of there like uh, a bat out of Rochester and driving three hours to get to Garrison to play the gig. That's how much fun I have both being on the radio and playing music. So, elephant in the room. Uh, tonight, Stillwater Bowl. And then again, May 14th, up at the uh, Rocky Bottom at the Y in Garrison. So, that's going to be a big month coming up here. Say, by the way, just to tell you a little bit about how uh, elections seem to be going and some of the, the bellwether elections, this election coming from rural Texas, uh, former Lieutenant Governor uh, Bucky Hunter, a Republican candidate for county commissioner in uh, Jim Hogg County, Texas, endorsed 48 school board candidates in Jim Hogg County, Texas. Of those, 34 won, including eight incumbents based on preliminary results in the school board elections in Jim Hogg County, Texas. Uh, Democrat uh, Governor uh, uh, Wink uh, Herberts, uh, a former teacher, school administrator, and state superintendent, did not endorse in any races because he'd have gotten clobbered. Conservative candidates picked up school board seats in uh, in several of these central Texas towns, uh, but the Republican-backed candidate for state the appeals court uh, justice um, it, it actually uh, defeated a sitting judge who was appointed by by oh I can't keep it going. No, this was not in in Jim Hogg County, Texas. And it wasn't uh, Bucky Humphreys. No, in fact, this was in Wisconsin. Lieutenant Governor Rebecca Clayfish endorsed a slate of 48 school board candidates in, uh, in around and about in uh, Wisconsin. And the vast majority of them won and won big, including, including where? Where? Kenosha? Where have we heard of Kenosha before? Gosh, Kenosha, that's a city that hasn't elected a Republican for much of anything, including dog catcher in a generation or two, a couple decades at the very least. Huh. Why do you suppose the Republicans are cleaning up in places like, uh, did I say Waukesha? Kenosha. Sorry. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Why on earth would Republicans be not just winning races, but smothering the Democrats in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in this of all years, why would a habitually Democrat county, perhaps no more balanced, electorally speaking, than Bloomington or Roseville, suddenly appear to be turning hard red on school board elections? Huh. Why could that be? Just got to tell you, I'm a small town Scandinavian at heart, perhaps you've heard, and, and I've spent decades involved in Minnesota and Metro Republican politics. So optimism does not come naturally to me. And I'm willing to see how the DFL, I'm sorry, the Minnesota GOP screws the potential uh, wave up in Minnesota. But God willing, we won't. God willing, with uh, with a lot of candidates like C.C. Davis, we can follow through on this. But please, Republican Party, let's not screw this up. <laughs> this, this is when Kenosha is going red. That's the sound of opportunity knocking hard with a sledgehammer on your front door. Jack Tomzak up next. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. 
Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. You run a small business, but who's running your HR? Do you have an HR manager? When's the last time you had an HR audit? Do your employees take workplace safety training? My last question to you is this. What are you waiting for? One complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. I'm Alan Jones, and I created Bambi specifically for small business. All so you can put your HR on autopilot. With Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate the most important HR practices, like HR policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. And you'll get a dedicated HR manager not for 80 grand a year, but yes, for $99 a month. We're here to help you navigate the most complex parts of your HR, available by phone, email, and real-time chat. And here's what I'm the most proud of. Bambi customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them, which is why Bambi has received thousands of five-star reviews. You run your business. Let Bambi run your HR. Go to Bambi.com slash info today for your free HR audit. Spelled Bam, B-E-E dot com slash info. Bambi.com slash info. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I'll tell you, I'm a tough case. I am 91 years old, and I'm amazed. That's why I'm doubling my order. I tried about 30 different supplements, and this is the most amazing product I have ever tried. I am very delighted with it. You may give me another 10 years on this earth. It's a miracle for me. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code BALANCE. AM 1280 The Patriot is WWT Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.